Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. I'm here, your host, David, as always, to share with you some insight, some information, and as always, it's going to be hot off the press. What I'm going to be talking about today is something that I've talked with a couple of my clients this week, and I had an interesting discussion with my students in our class this week, so I'm going to bring it to you. Today's lesson, it's pretty much a lesson. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing here, teaching you some things. So today's episode or lesson is going to be about, do you want to get better at catching your kids in a lie? Like a, like a CSI lie detective, like, you know, got the whole CSI music and you're sitting there snooping through their phones, asking neighbors, people, what have they seen online? Is that what you want to get better at and catching your kids in a lie? Or do you want to get better at coaching or start coaching your kids how to tell the truth. As always, our episodes are brought to you by 1-800-CONTACTS. Thank you for their community sponsorship and all the great contacts they give out there to the world, not just the people here in the United States and in America. Or yeah, United States is America. I meant Utah. Point is, thank you to 1-800-CONTACTS for their support and also for Lingo Eyewear. If you want $30 off a dope pair of glasses, that you get to custom fit yourself online and get to pick from tons of different options. Use the promo code Light the Fight. All you got to do is go to www.lingoeyewear.com. That's spelled L-I-I-N-G-O eyewear.com. Put in code word Light the Fight, the full thing, Light the Fight, and get $30 off your very first custom designer pair of glasses. So back to the episode. How this uh, conversation has, well, this conversation has come up a lot throughout the years. Um, a lot of times I talk to parents and one of their biggest complaints is that their kids don't lie. Or, well, I really screwed that one up. Their kids lie a lot and I should have said they don't tell the truth that often. Now, if you're a parent out there and you're listening to this and you've heard your kid lie to you two or three times throughout the week, you're definitely suspicious. If they've lied to you five to 10 times throughout the week, you start to really wonder if they can ever tell the truth. And for those people who don't believe that your kids are capable of telling the truth at all, you're not wondering if they can tell the truth. You're just expecting them to always lie. I wish that was like a lifelong sentence, meaning if your kids are lying to you a lot or they're lying uh, pretty often, pretty consistently, I wish we could you know, just say they are liars. That's who they are. Let's plan uh, a game plan to help you deal with a lifelong lying from your kids. But that wouldn't be true. The reality of it is, is that some kids are going to lie more than others, but they're all going to lie. It's part of the human experience. All adults lie. Now, there's levels to lying. There's the little white lies. It's like, oh, uh, I'm late because, you know, I was stuck in traffic. Well, maybe... There wasn't traffic that day, just traffic a different day that made you late. But that particular day, 
you lagged, you lost track of time, and you blamed it on traffic. Yeah, that's obviously a white lie. But then there's other big lies that are a little bit more damaging to your career, to your relationship with your spouse, your partner, and you know maybe with family and friends. So the bigger lies, those are the ones that we usually as adults get called out for, like, ah, you lied. However, with our kids, they're looking for you to lie. And here's the reason why they're looking for you to lie. They're looking for you to be a hypocrite because you've been pointing out their flaws, their missteps, and their flat out blatant lies as a way to correct them to try to make them better. Well, they've learned how to sniff out lies. They've learned how to identify if someone's lying simply by watching you track their behavior and try to hold them accountable. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I'm not saying that in every situation it requires you to completely trust your kid and and believe that they're trying to tell the truth. What I'm getting at is that unknowingly, when we're always looking to catch our kids in lies, especially as they get older into the teenage years, we're teaching them how to be investigators. Unfortunately, they use that on us. They will find us in our own hypocrisies. Now, we're an adult, so we recognize that when someone lies to us that's another adult, we're going to allow a certain amount of hypocrisy. We're going to allow them to be late. We're going to allow them to fudge a little bit the truth because we're not expecting them to be, you know, completely honest in every dealings. We just, okay, we get it. You're late. You know, maybe you left out some details, but moving on, we got to keep on moving forward. If we're in a working relationship or if we're in a friendship, we allow a certain amount of get out of jail free cards because if we try to call everyone out on every bit of hypocrisy or lying that they did, we would be busy all day long. We couldn't get a lot of work done. However, for teenagers, they don't have that experience of realizing that everyone's a hypocrite at times. Everyone has a little bit of white lies here or there. Teenagers have this GPS satellite. It's an imaginary GPS satellite, so mind you, in their brain that they put up in the sky that tells them they've been calling you out, meaning they, the parents, adults have been calling you out on picking out all the things that you said you're going to do and didn't do. If you lie, they want to hold your feet to the fire and make sure that you know and the whole family and everybody knows that they caught you in a lie. Well, when teenagers start turning that back on you guys as the parents, it can become pretty problemsome because as much as you want to be like, I didn't lie uh, or I, I didn't, you know, bend the truth or, you know, I, I'm not a hypocrite. We're back on our heels. We're caught off guard and we're feeling like how they feel really defensive taking it personal, and this could cause us to go, well, you lied to me more. You can't compare me being 15 minutes late to pick you up from, from school to you like coming home an hour late last weekend without telling me where you're at and just saying your phone died. Well, yeah, they can. Teenagers can totally make that comparison. And our adult brains were saying, that's not a fair comparison. That's not how it works. But they don't know that. They're new to this whole thing called hypocrisy. They're new to this whole thing called, you know, like you calling them out on a lie and they just have to own up to it. So by natural response, a lot of young people are going to try to call you out on your stuff and they're going to try to investigate you and, and point out your flaws. And if they can find enough holes in your game, in your approach, they can then go, aha, because my parents lied, because I caught them in a lie or a hypocrisy, I don't have to do things that they want me to do. As you can imagine, as I'm sure many of you experience, this only creates more contention, more problems in the relationship. 
that's why when I'm counseling families and, and I'm helping the parents deal with the like, they're lying to me, they're lying to me all the time. I tell them, well, first off, just know it's not personal. It doesn't matter who their parent is. They'd be lying to that person. However, you can be better than a parent, as you guys hear me talk about here on the podcast all the time. You can be a parent that learns how to be their partner, that coaches them that lying is not a good option. So for your kids and for most kids and that I work with, here's what they go. They go between, they oscillate between two different options. Either lie at all costs because I could get in a lot of trouble and it could prevent me from having free time with my friends and having certain privileges and rewards. That's one option. Or the other option, just go into puppy dog mode or victim begging mode. Please, please. Just I'll do whatever. Don't ground me from going out to the party. Don't stop me from doing this. I, I swear I'll never do it all again. I'll never do it again. Well, I tell teenagers that when you were younger and cute, that worked every now and then. But you're not really that cute anymore. You're a teenager. There's nothing cuddly about teenagers. There's more things that are prickly about teenagers. I'm not saying that all teenagers are bad or evil people. I love teenagers. They're like my favorite people. However, they aren't the most pleasant to be around if you're interrogating them because they're going to get defensive. They're going to try to escape and get out of that situation. They're going to beg and plead once they've been cornered and they cannot like go anywhere or they're going to come out swinging, attacking you, calling out you and your hypocrisy or trying to debate small details and facts or what you believe is facts and they think are not facts back and forth with you. And just beat you down into exhaustion. And I'm talking about the the type of exhaustion where they're going back and forth with you for so long. They're saying, well, you did this. Well, you call me on this. Some kids get really good at the arguing cardio. Their cardio is so high, they can go back and forth with you. And if you have a kid who has like ADHD or is like super obsessive about certain things, it comes to the point where you're like, you've had enough. You don't like, you just want to get out of it. And so they learn that by arguing with you, being contentious, they can sometimes win then. By lying, they can sometimes win. And then the other one, by begging and pleading, they can sometimes win. But I tell the teenagers and the families that I work with, that's not a long-term goal. That's survival at this moment. You're just trying to get out of this situation. So the teenagers that I'm talking to, I make it clear to them. I said, do you want your parents to treat you like a child, or do you want them to see you as an equal and start talking to you like a partner and showing you the respect that you feel you deserve? Of course, they're going to say the latter. Then I say, okay, which one do you think your parents are more likely going to give you the respect and see you as a partner or out of these options? You lying to them straight to their face, just double down and like, I swear, even after all the evidence shows up that you're lying, you're like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And if that doesn't work, you go to begging, pleading for forgiveness, bringing up stuff from the past that you've been struggling with as if it happened yesterday, and that's why you couldn't do your homework. That's why you're struggling because of your depression, because of your anxiety, all these things that may be real things that can make it difficult for you to show up as a teenager and do your responsibilities. But to a parent at that moment, guess what it sounds like? A cop-out, an excuse. The other one? fighting and arguing with your parents and debating about all the details of it until they just completely say, fine, I'm done, whatever. Or 
my option that I suggest. Going to your parents, or if they call you out, that's one option. But usually I prefer you going to your parents and tell them, say, listen, I found out that I am not a liar. I just don't feel comfortable with telling the truth because I'm not believing that the truth is going to benefit me. So sometimes I go back and I throw my temper tantrums. Sometimes I lie. Sometimes I beg. Sometimes I, you know, they, I, I try to, you know, argue and debate with you and outsmart you. But the reality of it is, is like I, I need to like get comfortable telling the truth because I'm scared to death of telling the truth. Every teenager I've ever asked that question to, they smirk, they go roll their eyes, like obviously the latter one. I go, okay. So what do you need from your parents to help you figure out how to tell the truth and practice telling the truth in situations that you'd be scared and typically want to lie or try to talk your way out of it? Well, I, I guess I need my parents to kind of work with me, you know, not freak out on me when I, when I lie to them or I do those other things. I said, good. So I had a conversation with my classmates or my classmates, the kids in my class. <laughs> And after I talked to him, I said, you know what? I'll tell you what, I'm going to do an episode on my podcast about it. Because a lot of these kids, they start saying, hey, what's your podcast episode? Uh, what's some episodes I should share with my parents? Every quarter, it's, it's really cute. As the quarter goes on, I don't start off by telling them I have a podcast, but there's always one or two kids that will say, hey, my parents listen to your podcast. I go, oh, oh, that's cool. And then other kids will be like, you have a podcast for parents? Go, yeah. Then as the quarter goes on, then they're like, Hey, what was that podcast you have for your parents? Like, do you talk about this stuff? I go, yeah. Well, this is one of the conversations. After we talked about it, I said, I'm going to do an episode on this subject for your parents so they can hear it from me. So what I want to tell you parents, and this is what I want you to take away from today. I want you to get better at giving your kids reps, practice, and arena to have practice telling the truth. If you've ever been an athlete, if you've ever trained for anything athletic, well, I'm sure this relies to other things, not just athletics. You always want to make the practice harder than the game. The game may be 60 minutes long, two hours long. How many hours do you think you practice throughout the week? A lot more than 60 minutes or two hours. If you're doing like a real sport at like a decent level, even at a, an elementary level, you probably don't practice every day. Well, if you're at a high level, college or professional level, you're going to be practicing tons of hours throughout the week only for that one game opportunity. And during the off season, you'll be practicing all the time for that one game opportunity. And not only that, you're going to watch your film of you practicing. You're going to analyze all these little details, how you can improve so that when you show up to the game, you can do the same thing in a game that you did in the practice because you're not as anxious, you're not as worried, you're not as scared, you've done it, you've practiced it over and over and over and over again. So it can be second nature. That's what I want you as parents to do for your kids. I want you to give them opportunities to practice telling you the truth. And they don't even know a lot of times that you're going to give them that's the opportunity. You have to determine in your mind, say, you know what? I don't care what the next lie is from little Stacy. I always use Stacy and Johnny as examples. I don't know why, because they're not typical names nowadays for kids. That's probably why. But let's say little Stacy go, She's probably going to lie about this one subject that we're going to call her out on. So here's what we're going to do. 
we're going to go into this expecting her to lie. And so as soon as she starts to lie, even though we know we have all the proof, we're going to give her an opportunity to tell the truth or show her what the truth would sound like or use some light humor to help her realize, hey, it's okay. I don't blame you for being scared to tell the truth. However, here's what I would like you to say. And I'm sure many of you have done this with friends or family members. So it could sound something like this. Hey, um, just wanted to check in with you and, and see how your grades are going this week. So if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor, uh, tonight after dinner, l- let's let's pull up your Skyward. But you know, I want you to pull it up and let's talk about it. And you can kind of tell me how 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 you're doing on your schoolwork. And let's say your kid at that moment says, Oh, I'm doing fine. Like I I haven't had any missing assignments. I've been doing this, and they start rattling off everything to you at that moment. Say, so, okay, that's totally fine, but let's just pull it up later on tonight. That way we could look at it because I hate guessing that I have money in my bank account and then, oh my gosh, I bounced a check and now I'm in the negative. So you know how it is. Sometimes we think we did more than we did. So I just want to double check to make sure. Now let's say you've already looked at it and you know that's not the case. If you asked your kid in that situation, hey, how are your grades? That question could cause them to be like, uh, why are they asking? What's going on? and create an opportunity for them to do what they've always done. Get defensive, get paranoid, and start making up excuses and start lying. Well, instead of that, you don't lead with a question. You just tell them what you want and what you're thinking about doing, and then tell them what you're going to do it later on. And if they start talking about it and giving you excuses, say, oh, that's fine, but we'll just do it later on. We'll talk about it then. And then when you talk about it later on, you have them say, okay, well, just tell me. I don't know what's going on in your classes, so why don't you tell me what's going on? And that way you, you just... Tell it to me and I don't have to question you and like interrogate you. At that moment, as as they start to find reasons why they were tardy, why they were absent, why they have missing assignments, this is a time where you can start to coach them how to tell the truth. Here's one scenario. You start going, gosh, you know, in that class, like, wow, you like that class. I, I noticed there's like eight missing assignments in that class. Well, I trust that you know what to do to take care of those assignments. Oh, she, she did it. She turned in later. You know, this happened, this happened. Oh, calm down, calm down. This is a good time for you not to make up excuses and to tell me why all these reasons why you didn't do it. You know what I would do if I were you? Would you want to know? Yeah. Because I know me and I know what's going to piss me off as a parent. So if you've been paying attention to me a little bit, here's what you should do. Instead of saying all the reasons why you didn't get it done, just tell me what you're going to do and when you're going to have it done. Well, but I, I, you make me feel like I'm not doing it. I feel like you're interrogating me. By the way, even when you take my advice and you do the things I tell you to do, your kids are going to be so used to you interrogating them and questioning them all the time. When you do it accurate and do it in a way like a partnership, like a partner would talk to another partner, They're still going to be like, well, you're going to be mad at me or like, I'm scared that I'm going to get grounded if I tell you the truth. They will start to say things like, you can't handle the truth, mom. You can't handle the truth, dad. So I'm getting defensive. I'm saying these things because I feel like you don't trust me or you're always looking at my grades. They will bring up stuff from the past and try to distract you from that moment. At those moments, just say, hey, I know I did that before, but I'm being cool right now. It's all good. Tell you what. You come up with the missing assignments that you're going to work on now that you've looked at this. You show it to me tomorrow and I won't bother about it, bother you about it. And we'll just check once a week on your grades. 
That way you don't feel like I'm interrogating you and you have enough time to do it. And we don't have to worry about your teachers grading or not grading it. All you do as soon as you press send and you're done with that assignment, just take your phone, screen record it real quick. It's like, hey, did this assignment or screen record your list of missing assignments. Zoom in on the missing assignment. Zoom in on the assignment on the screen. Press send. So, and then send it to me. I would like that a lot better than you telling me why you haven't done it or why your teacher hasn't graded it. Just show me some proof. I'd respect that a lot. That's one of a thousand situations where I've come up with families where I'm coaching them and helping them see it's your job to teach them that telling the truth is actually a really good option. But it's not just being honest. It's being honest with the situation. The truth of the situation is you're a parent that wants to know what's going on. And they're a teenager that doesn't do everything that, you're, that they're expected to. So that's the truth. So how do we handle that truth? Tell your parents what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and ask them for a little bit of time to follow through. This seems so simple, but the air that most parents get into is they get so emotional. They get so personal. They come at their kids with so many questions. Once your kids got their defenses up and now you want them to be honest and tell you the truth. I don't see that being a high probability because you have to learn the truth. The truth is an art form. It's a skill. It's like you don't just like learn how to fix your plumbing at your house. You don't just learn how to, you know, like, I mean, you don't just wake up and know how to fix a plumbing. You don't wake up and know how to wire, you know, electric wires. You don't just wake up and know how to do surgery as a doctor. You've got to practice this a lot. So if you think telling the truth is simply as is just as simple as being honest and telling the truth, then you're extremely naive as a parent because there is consequences with certain truths to your kids. So you want the truth to have a greater reward, respect. You respect them and tell them, thank you for telling me the truth. Thank you for not trying to give me these other things. Use some light humor. It's like, it's all good. I don't blame you for lying to me. By the way, I do know that those weren't your assignments that you had missing. I know you're saying you had three. I actually checked earlier with your Skyward or whatever the system your school uses, and uh, I knew you had 15. But the reason why I did this was not to make you feel bad or embarrass you, is to help kind of show you that you can, you can be okay. We can talk about hard things. You don't have to automatically lie or automatically fight with me. We've been doing it wrong for a long time. We get in too many fights too easily. We argue too much. We try to hide the truth and protect things. Well, I think we could do this a lot better. So from now on, I'm doing a, I'm going to do a better job at, you know, giving you these opportunities and not freaking out so much. Now, if you tell some serious lies, there's still going to be consequences. I'm not saying you're not going to not get in any sort of trouble, but I'm going to work not making it personal. And you work on admitting to me when you did lie, I'm sorry, come back. And just like I've always told you, if you tell me the truth, you're not going to be as much trouble and you know, it's, it's going to be better in the past. I haven't shown you by my reactions and by my attitude and by my mood that that's true. I've just said it. So now I'm just trying to prove it to you that I can handle the truth. Coach your kids by telling them they can share the truth with you by showing them a, you can share it and B you got to reward them for sharing the truth by giving them positive energy, being more mellow, not freaking out and not making them feel like you know, they're a horrible kid and disappointed you to a degree that's going to make you worry about the success of their whole entire life because they lied this week about this one simple thing. 
Lying is not something that doesn't come natural. It comes natural. Freaking out is something that it's not like that doesn't come natural. It comes very natural. So if lying comes natural and freaking out comes natural, then the goal for the parent is to not freak out as much and create an environment where they will be more likely to tell you the truth. And when they tell you the truth, reward them, pat them on the back. Tell you what, because you told me the truth and you came back to me within 24 hours, sometimes I tell parents, say, hey, listen, I'm going to ask you something. I don't want you to answer this. I want you to think, do you want to argue with me about it? Do you want to own up to me and tell me what you're going to do and make up for it? Are you going to lie to me about it? Or are you going to beg for me that I don't get mad at you? You know which one I want you to do. Think about that. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Give your kids some time to think about how they want to respond. Telling the truth is hard. It's really, really hard, especially when there's a fear that you may lose freedoms because of it. Well, that's today's episode. Thank you as always, you guys, for following us on social media, following us here on this podcast. Most importantly, thank you for helping us to light the fire.